Let me tell you about my Patriot Supply. You never know the future for sure. Um, however, I, I think we can probably look at things right now and go, mm, there's a good chance of, uh, I don't know, the abominable snowman, a depression, Jesus coming, aliens announcing themselves, pretty much anything that might cause some disruptions in uh, our, uh, our food uh, situation. They are the, 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 my Patriot Supply is the largest uh, preparedness company in the nation. They have millions of customers. And right now, things are getting poised uh, to get uh, much worse very quickly. And they're offering a 20% discount on their three-month emergency food kit when you order at preparewithglenn.com. Go there today. Um, also, not only do they have really good food, but uh, it's free shipping, come in unmarked boxes, and they are donating 10% of their proceeds to Mercury One to help rebuild Florida. And they've already, I think they've already put in close to a million dollars now. Uh, so it's a win-win-win. Preparewithglenn.com. Go there now, get your 20% discount, limited time offer. Don't wait. Preparewithglenn.com. Preparewithglenn.com. This is really important. All right. They have some uh, news of the day and then I think some positive news and encouragement coming up. Twisted Freak, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program. Well, let's see. What do we have? What could possibly... What could possibly be the unexpected today? I've got one. How about Randy Weingarten, you know, the head of the teachers' union? You can't make this up. She is, this morning, at the battlefront in Ukraine... Quoting her, assessing the situation. Okay, I, I, I don't even... Uh, okay, yesterday our first cyber attack from Russia happened. We'll tell you about that. A ESG update that is very concerning and a little bit of uh, hope and courage coming your way. We begin in 60 seconds. So the line has been drawn in the sand for quite a while now, and that line isn't between Democrat and Republican or um, conservative and liberal. It is between Americanism and leftism or, honestly, good versus evil. That's what we're really battling, good versus evil. One of the best ways to fight back against the leftism that uh, is in our schools is absolutely everywhere, is to have a parallel economy support businesses that hold to the same values that we do and they are out there now don't do it if they're offering you know shoddy service or they're kind of cost you an arm and a leg you have to be smart too you need something that is good cost efficient and 
serves your values. Okay, got it. It's Patriot Mobile. They are exactly that kind of company. They have plans to fit any budget, 100% U.S.-based customer service service team. They're on the same cell tower, so they have the, the same great coverage. And Patriot Mobile shares your values and supports organizations fighting for religious freedom, constitutional rights, sanctity of life, veterans, first responders. They're one of us. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Or call them now, 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. All right, over a dozen major national airports reported cyber attacks yesterday. Uh, These were only public-facing websites going offline. So, you know, it's just an inconvenience to you. Uh, They weren't taking down airports, thank God, weren't in the air traffic control system. Um, But there were several, including Des Moines International Airport. Des Moines International Airport. Come on. What do you fly to Canada? Anyway, Des Moines International Airport, Los Angeles International Airport, LaGuardia, Hartsfield-Jackson, that's uh, Atlanta International Airport, um, Chicago O'Hare, They were all impacted yesterday. People were going to the websites and trying to figure out if everything is on time. All of them were down. It was a denial of service attack. And it uh, appears that the Russian hacker group Killnet is behind the attacks. Um, They have been very active since the invasion of Ukraine. They're focusing on targeting Ukraine's allies. This does not happen in Russia unless Putin is aware um, Killnet took credit for taking down the U.S. government website in Kentucky, Florida, Alabama, and Indiana. They were the ones that hacked into uh, Congress's website and organizations in Latvia, Lithuania, Norway, Italy, and Estonia. Um, they are a front for sta- the state over in, uh, in Russia. So we got that going for us. Now, let me take you to the front of Ukraine what the hell is the president of the American Federation Teachers Union doing in Ukraine? Quoting her, woke up this morning to reports of disgusting Russian missile strikes in Kiev and other cities. Heading to the border now to assess the situation. You're the head of a teachers union. What are you doing? What are you doing? This Russian attempt to frighten civilians and the effect on children who are learning online every day. This is why, the Ukrainian flag emoji, that's why this trip is so important. Oh my gosh. Now, if you think she's over there, what what is this, a tourist thing? She is over there because we have a private-public partnership with the teachers' unions. I can guarantee you, we send them this much money, you know, well, let us help you with your schools. Let us help. Really? Uh, no thanks to the communist stuff, okay? But they don't say that now. The ATF was invited, uh, or AFT was invited to the Ukrainian Teachers Union, uh, the Trade Union of Education and Science Workers, to bear witness and to call attention to the effects on children, family, and educators and the impact of Russia's attacks on democracy and democratic institutions. I think I'm going to be sick. Really? The people who didn't see the impact to our kids with COVID? 
They're over trying to preach to us and the rest of the world the impact. We are headed towards war. Oh, my gosh. Um, all right. Let me tell you something else. There was great. There has been great, great uh, progress made on the ESG front. Mainly, I think, because of this audience. You got it out. You understood it first. And you've been teaching it to your friends and your family. Uh, and you have gotten your states to wake up and stand up. We saw big, big prog- uh, progress being made. Just yesterday, we had the AG on from uh, Louisiana, and he has pulled almost a billion dollars out of BlackRock. I told you yesterday, BlackRock and all those for ESG, they are uh, freaking out, and they are not going to just go away. It's not like you wake up and go, I don't like that ESG, and they go, okay, you caught us. There are trillions literally trillions of dollars 60 trillion to be exact at stake they're not just going to let go of this so we have to watch people closely there is a major uh right-wing think tank that is right now on the right somebody that i have trusted for a very long time pushing hard against the S and the G part on ESG. You know, the part that protects you. They're all about the E part. Yeah, we need to help these energy companies. We need to. Well, what about the S and the G? Because that's everybody else. My guess is that Team BlackRock has an in or some sort of a lever on inside of this think tank. We've been trying to get to the bottom of it literally almost 24 hours a day over the last four days, something happened uh, on Saturday. Yeah, because I was traveling. Uh, something happened on Saturday, and I said, that, that just can't be. That can't be. Um, yeah, it actually is. It's really disheartening um, because I was very close to the founder of this organization, uh, and he would not have approved of this. And I'll give you all of the details after I find out for sure that they are sticking to it. But here's here's what's happening. I got word last night that this group is going into states that were on track to take the full ESNG out. And uh, and the legislature was moving in this way. And they are going into these places and spooking them into introducing watered down measures that won't stop ESG or provide any protection for you. And the word is, it's just too dangerous. It's just too, I mean, it's going to, look, it's going to happen anyway. Just, just do the E. Just let's get the E done. Don't do it. Don't do it. Now, worse than that, this organization has been threatening the donors of my partner organizations, the organizations like Wall Builders uh, and the Heartland Institute. They have been threatening uh mutual donors of both organizations and they're going to the donors that they know that donate to these other organizations. And they're saying, look, they're going to get you in trouble. It's the, the S and the G you don't want to be involved in that. So I would call them and tell them to back out of the S and the G. Uh, otherwise you're not going to be able to uh, donate to them because I, I, I just, I'm telling you it's dangerous and they are spooking now anybody who is a donor to those organizations. 
if you uh, let me just say this i know that one of them has lost about a million dollars and uh that's a big part of their budget if uh you have the balls to stand up and do what is right may i suggest you make a donation to the heartland institute heartland institute uh they're going to continue to fight it but they're going to lose these donors if if this if this continues like it looks like i thought it would be done with a couple of phone calls i thought we'd call and go hey guys you're not really doing this no no they they are so far um and i'll give you the information on that when i am completely buckled down but please donate to the heartland institute or wall builders um we are going to need your help and this is a major right think tank one that i have trusted for years i've written checks to and it will kill me to expose them and tell you what they're doing behind the scenes if this is what they're doing but let the chips fall where they may um Support those who are standing strong on principle. Run from anybody who is like, well, you know, let's just take care of the energy part. You know, social social credit scores, they're not so bad for the average. Run from those people. They have been compromised. I encourage you to donate to some of the organizations that are on the front lines um, on this, and that's Wall Builders and the, um, I almost said the other group, uh, Wall Builders and um, the Heartland Institute. They are two of them that are on the front lines of this. Any one organization that is standing and making a difference and refusing to compromise, you, I will not comply. Support those people. Because things are getting even more dicey. Back in 60 seconds. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. How often lately have you been thinking about the equity in your home? Oh, I'm all about equity. Not that kind of equity. Believe it or not, this might be the key to you being able to access cash and save money at the same time. This is the kind of thing that American Financing specializes in. And a 10-minute phone call to American Financing could end up saving you a ton of money. Right now, the average amount that the American Financing is saving their customers is about $695 a month. Six hundred That's the average, $695 a month. Could that help you out with the grocery bills and everything else that has gone sky high? American Financing, America's home for home loans. They've been helping people just like you for over 20 years. Their mortgage consultants are salary-based, which means they work for you, not the bank. They never change any upfront or hidden fees. Uh, they don't never charge them, and they uh, have absolutely no pressure. Just call and see if they can help you. AmericanFinancing.net. That's AmericanFinancing.net. Or call 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Ten seconds. Station ID. So once in a while, in fact, almost every day, somebody comes to me and says, Hey, Glenn, we'd like to get your input on something. we really like you to, hey, I wrote this book. And I'm like, I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't. But once in a while, there is a story that is so worth it that I 
um, agree to help them and bring them on the air uh, and talk about it. This is not a book. This is a story that I think fits today. And uh, this is a a group of people that want to uh, produce this as a four-part series um, with uh, Angel Studios. Can I say that? Yeah, Angel Studios. Um, Matt Whitaker is with us. Um, He is the director and co-writer of Truth and Conviction, a story that you've been on for 20 years. Yeah, a little over 20 years. And you were lucky enough to meet a lot of the people that were part of it originally. Yeah, so yeah, just over 20 years ago, I heard about this group of these teenagers in Nazi Germany who ran a resistance group who stood up to Hitler. And I found out that the last surviving member of that group lived like about an hour away from me. So I, we literally just opened the phone book and found his name. That's crazy. <laughs> Called him up and said, hey, you know, would you share your story with us? And he was like, yeah, sure, come on up. So I went up and met this man named Karl Heinz Schnibbe, who was at that point in his late 70s, sat down, heard his story, and was just just blown away. So tell me, this this story is about a guy named Helmuth uh, Hubner, right? Right, Helmuth Hubner. Yeah. Hubner. And... Um, and he was 16? 16 years old, 1941, at the time. He was like on the, on the Nazi party fast track. He was working at City Hall in Hamburg. He was a member of the Hitler Youth, kind of just buying into everything that Goebbels was saying on the radio. And then his brother, his older brother, who was serving in the German army in France, smuggled home a shortwave radio. And Helmut started secretly listening to that, which was a capital offense yeah, at you, the time. You, they, in fact, I showed you in my office, I have what I like to call um, Facebook of the olden days, uh, <laughs> a radio that was did, would not pick up any signal from any station other than the approved Nazi stations. And that's all you could buy and have. That's right. That's all, that's all he had access to until he starts tuning into this shortwave radio. And at the time... The BBC was broadcasting in the German language because they knew that that could get through. And, right. and uh, so Helmut, the 16-year-old kid, starts listening to these, realizes he's hearing the truth for the first time. Somehow was able to kind of discern what I'm hearing from Goebbels is not accurate. You know, it's really strange. I just had a, um, a psychology professor on uh, with me from Europe, hmm. and he wrote the um, psychology of totalitarianism. And he said, and I can't remember, do you, did you, do you remember, Sarah? He said 10 or 20% of the population is not susceptible to what's going on right now. You know, this mass hypnosis all over the world that is happening. He... Helmuth must have been one of those kind of people that just all of a sudden he knew it wasn't right once he was allowed to hear the truth. That, that's right. Once he once he figured out, okay, what I'm hearing from the BBC is the truth. What I've been hearing otherwise isn't. He realized that. But then what's what's important to me is that he took the next step. He decided I have to do something about it. You know. So he he picked up really the only weapon he knew how to use, and that was the typewriter. He was a brilliant writer. At sixteen. At sixteen, you know, and he started typing up these these anti-Hitler uh, leaflets. At first, he started out even have like a little on these little kind of quarter-sized red sheets that he would just kind of put these really concise anti-Hitler messages. Are these examples of them? So this is it. these are some some replicas that we've had done up there in English, so that you can yeah, yeah, yeah. you can read it, but. Uh... Down with Hitler, people's seducer, people's corruptor, people's traitor. Down with Hitler. That's a capital offense. You die for this. Yeah, that's and, and that's. Did he know that? 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, he understood that. Uh, now, he was 16, so there must have been some, yeah, that, you know, a little bit of I'm, I'm immortal, maybe mm-hmm, a little bit to that, but yeah. he was a really bright kid as well, and, and he knew it. And I love even from this example where it says the people's seducer, if you read that in German, it's, it's the Volksverführer. So he adds this little prefix of V-E-R at the front of the word Führer. So instead of saying the, the people's leader, it says the people's seducer, just this really clever little play mm-hmm. on words who uh, I, I saw that... Um, that Dietrich Bonhoeffer made those same references years earlier. So there's some evidence that Helmut was even pulling from from Bonhoeffer. We know that he was weaving together other band authors like Shakespeare and mm. Schiller and uh, Heinrich Mann and these, and just kind of weaving them together in, in these, starting with these little quarter-sized sheets, but eventually at a certain point that wasn't enough. So he went to the full-size <laughs> full sheet, no margins, uh, just just cramming as many words as he possibly could onto these leaflets. So, uh, wow, a uh, new year has begun, a year in which Hitler has set all of his, his uh, last hopes into the struggle, which is fact, it's already hopelessly lost. 1942, the year of decision, will decide decisively, we are told. It will show, until now, deeds still triumph over words, even when these words, one is tempted to say these dictionaries full of words, spring from the mouth of a certain hair, Dr. Joseph Goebbels. So this guy, he was not, this kid was not just writing this by himself. I mean, he was writing it by himself. Right. But he was also going to church, and the church was against this. The The, the bishop of the church even had put out a... Yeah, he put a he put a sign on on the door which said you no know, Jews allowed. Right. Um, it, especially poignant because they just had one Jewish convert that attended this congregation, um, and he happened to be a good friend of Helmut's, and so that for Helmut was one of the last straws as well. He started finding the truth, but also when that happened, when his friend Salomon was arrested by the Gestapo and and taken to a concentration camp. That was kind of the last straw, and he started putting out these flyers at night. And the church, like most churches, I mean, most churches in, in Germany just had gone really dark. This yeah. church was just, were they were they actually anti-Jewish, or were they trying to No, yeah, that, in protect? fact, that, that was really an exception. You know, most of the other branches of this church throughout Germany, as far as we know, none of the others put that kind of a sign on the door. Yeah. It's interesting that this bishop that they had, though, he was, I've met with his sons, you know, and, and they talk about, you know, he was really a, a good man. He was also a devout Nazi. Which, so this, that's weird. Yeah. Devout Nazi, good man. Yeah. This is the kind of decisions that we are facing now when you begin to compromise. What happens? That's again why I said don't compromise. Don't compromise. You can't compromise true values. More in a minute. The Glenn Beck Program. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday. That means you've got only a few more days to order the Tuttle Twins history book before the discount expires. This isn't just some stuffy book full of names and dates. It makes history come alive for your kids, teaching them the lessons. What are the, I don't care what date it happened. I don't care what the name of that general was. What was the lesson? What were they fighting about? How did it turn out? What are we supposed to learn from it? That's what the Tuttle Twins history book does. The, the kids are not getting this in school. If anything, the schools throughout the country are going crazy woke visions of uh, history that makes them ashamed to be Americans. This won't. And they must hear all sides from you. 
this week, the Tuttle Twins Beck.com. Get your copy of the Tuttle Twins American History Book at a huge discount, plus all of the bonuses like the videos and audio version completely free at TuttleTwinsBeck.com. That's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. This week only, a huge discount. Tuttle Twins American History Book, TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Head over to blazetv.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks off your subscription to Blaze TV. We're with Matt Whitaker. He is uh, the director and co-writer of, uh, of a series called Truth and Conviction that is still on the storyboard. Um, they're going to be fundraising here uh, soon. Uh, he's with um, Angel Studios, and uh, it, this is a project. I, I love this story because it's about teenagers in Germany that risked their life uh, and and did make an impact. So tell me the tell me the story. So this 16 year old kid, Helmut Hubner, learns the truth, picks up the weapon he knows, which is a typewriter, starts typing up the truth on these little flyers and leaflets. At first, he's by himself going out on the streets of Hamburg at night, posting them up, extremely dangerous. But he reaches a point where that's not enough. So he recruits his two best friends from church. Jeez. And, you know, they're, he's 16, they're 17 and 15. And oh. the three of them, they actually sneak in the church and start cranking off copies on the, on the mimeograph machine and then going out. And, and just, nobody at church knows this. No, nobody at church yeah. knows this at all. And they're, and, they're, and they're posting these out for about a year. Well, of course, the Gestapo is, you know, there, some of them are being turned in and the Gestapo is finding these and then just seeing how dangerous they are. You know, at that point for the Gestapo, the typewriter is more dangerous than the pistol. Sure. Because they know they can take pistols away. They can take those away. Right. But what somebody believes in their mind, Correct. that's much more difficult. So they were very threatened. They were convinced that it was a university professor that was writing these, some wow. sort of communist university professor they were trying to track down. So for a year, they were relentlessly pursuing them. And one Gestapo agent in particular, uh, Agent Musner was his name, and he was just obsessed with finding out who was doing this. And so really that whole time that Helmut and his friends were putting these out, the agent is, is trying to, to, to track them down. And they operated for about a year. Um, and then before eventually he was tracked down at his work at the city hall in Hamburg um, and, uh, and was arrested. And... They arrested Helmut first. He had made a promise to his friends that, you know, if any of us get caught, don't turn in the others. And uh, he was able to keep that promise for about five days. Yeah, we have ways of making you talk. Yeah, and that's yeah. exactly what happened. I've read some of the documentation about that interrogation process uh, where they use terms like, uh, we used assiduous persuasion. <laughs> you know, mm. this, these, these euphemisms that would, that, but eventually after five days, they broke him. Um, they were first trying to get him to, to say, who's the adult behind this? Who's writing these? You know, who is that? They, they thought for sure there was somebody, this, this kid was just the paper boy, right. you know? But eventually they realized this is the kid who's been writing Did he admit these. that, that he, he right did. away? In fact, he admitted that right away. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he said, I'm the one doing this. I'm doing it alone. It's just me. Um, after five days, they broke him. He gave the names of his friends. They arrested Carl and Rudy, and the three of them were also tortured and interrogated and held. And then on August, 
11th of 1942, so 80 years ago, this past August, they stood in the highest court in Nazi Germany, a Hitler-appointed judge. And um, it was, you know, it was a kangaroo court, of course. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know, the, they, had, they had, had Nazi-appointed uh, attorneys right. to represent them and that right. kind of a thing. But the really, for me, the most powerful part, and this will be the climax of our four-part series, is when this now 17-year-old Helmut Hubner stands up and decides he can see they were going to go after Carl, his older friend who had turned 18. So he was the adult, and uh, and and Helmut realized that they were going to go after him. And so you mean he, to make him the kingpin? Yeah, that's right. And make and hang him out to dry. That's right, hang him out to dry. So Helmut and Carl told me this personally. He could see it happening. He watched Helmut stand up, literally and figuratively, stand up and take all of the attention on himself. And he started getting in the face of that judge and exposing the lies that the judge was telling in the court. And they have this this interchange back and forth. And he really is that all documented? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, I'd love to see this. Yeah, it, yeah, it's it's incredibly powerful. But at the end, it worked. He took all the attention on himself. He was sentenced to death for his actions. His two friends were sentenced to years of hard hard labor. Um, but uh, they they lived. And something that's really important to me is just minutes after that. And Carl tells about how they were all moved into this little cell and kind of the last few minutes together. As Helmut, who was telling them, please, you know, don't forget what we did, you know, that kind of a thing. His last two words to his two best friends were, remember me. And I think that word remember is so important. They spent, his two friends spent the rest of their lives trying to tell this story, you know, and, and giving an example of what it means to, what it meant the then to Movie's never up. been made about this. No, there've been, I made a documentary for PBS 20 years ago. And, and it's while I was doing that, that I just realized, you know, this is a story that changes people who hear it, and it needs to reach a much broader audience, which is... Especially teens. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. You know, um, our generation, my generation, the X-Gen, <laughs> Gen Xers mm-hmm. and Boomers and that kind of thing, we're going to be drawn to this kind of story for teenagers to see kids their own age that are standing up for what is right. You know, Carl told me they were, you know, in their church, they, they were raised singing that old traditional Christian hymn, Do What Is Right, Let mm-hmm. the Consequence Follow. And that's exactly what they did. You know, they stood up and the consequences for them were grave. So how did Carl, when he told you about, I watched him, I watched him take it all on and basically free me from the gallows. What was his feeling? Uh, It's interesting because I know that he had told the story before, Mm -hmm. but when he was telling it to me, it was as if he was telling it for the first time. He was emotional. Uh, We had the incredible experience of taking Carl with us back to Germany to go into the chamber where his friend was executed, was actually beheaded by guillotine at the age of 17. It's now a national memorial in Berlin. And Carl walked in there and then just started weeping and talking to his, his friend and telling us this is where it happened. And he saved my life. That's interesting that that's what Carl said. He saved my life. Amazing. Uh, All right. So what point are you at for for producing this? Yes. So we we partnered with Angel Studios, who brought us The Chosen. Yeah, uh, great. An an amazing series. Yeah. Um, And we've partnered with them and and we're in the process now of of crowdfunding. You know, that's what that's what Angel Studios has done. They've kind of turned the traditional model of of uh, you know raising money for and and distributing independent film and series on its head, 
where traditionally, you know, the Hollywood version is kind of, let's make it first, let's, we'll spend our millions making it, and then spend millions more hoping that we can build an audience for it. They but are it, like, build an audience. Let's build an audience first, make sure that we have yeah. an audience. And once we know that, yeah. then we'll make it, then we already have our audience in place. And so that's where we're at now, is we're with Angel Studios, we're just, we're, we're opening, it, opening it up, so people can actually go to our landing page, to our website, angel.com slash truth, and 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 show their interest they can back the project you know okay. and i don't you're not crowdfunding yet but it's coming in the future but you yeah. anybody if you are interested in this i i think this is a really important story to tell um it's one of my favorite stories i mean i'm a i'm a sucker for the underdog who stands and in the end kind of thinks they they lost but they really didn't because once you get out of their time you know there are memorials to him and uh, and uh, and people in Germany know yes. him. Um, you you look at uh, uh, what was the guy's name? I was telling you about the Mein Kampf that has his book played in it. It's, Stauffenberg. It's Stauffenberg. Yeah. Stauffenberg. Most people don't even didn't know before the Tom Cruise movie. Most right. people in America didn't know who he was. He's a national hero yeah. in uh, in Germany, and he was executed. Um, we need to learn these these stories about the Bonhoeffers and the uh, the Hubeners and uh, and the von Stauffenbergs. Uh, go to angel.com slash truth angel.com slash truth and find out more about this uh, truth and convictions TV series. Um, and hopefully we will see it soon. When do you go back to Germany? Uh, well, we're heading to, to Germany for the 80th anniversary of Helmut's execution uh, this, you know, in about two weeks. October 27th oh, wow. is when he was executed. And the German government is, is you know, holding a memorial service there. So we're going to be there for that. We'll be, we'll be uh, posting source to our socials and actually doing a live stream. Maybe we can give you a call. And, yeah, and let me there. know because I'd love to attach you to my socials too. I'd love to see that. Oh, that I would wish be, I could be there. But. That would be fantastic. Okay. Yeah. Thank you so much. God bless you. Angel.com slash truth. Angel.com slash truth. An important story that we share with our families and our kids. See if this sounds familiar. You're going about your day trying to do all the things you normally do. And all of a sudden, ow, ow. Didn't used to have happen like this. It's amazing. I went from invincible to ow all the time. And... I don't, I don't know when that happened, but uh, it's there. If you have that kind of situation in your uh, life and you are dealing with pain, please try Relief Factor. <sighs> the problem with pain for me is uh, ibuprofen never touches it. I've had the hard stuff. I've had 800 milligrams. Oh, I've done it. I've done it. I went for the prescription. I didn't just take four ibuprofens out of the bottle. That you. Buy. I had the prescription. Yeah. Yeah, the hard stuff. Nothing, never touches anything on me. This is kind of like ibuprofen where it, it affects uh, the inflammation in your body, except it attacks the inflammation not from one way, like ibuprofen. It attacks it from four different directions. I think that's why it works for me. And 70% of the people who try it go on to order more. Get Relief Factor at relieffactor.com. Relieffactor.com. 800, the number four, relief. 800, the number four, relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Stay informed. Sign up for the free newsletter today at glennbeck.com.
Have you noticed how everything on the left is just falling apart? Have you noticed that? Like Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren, she, you know, uh, tweeted her support for Indigenous Peoples Day, uh, not Columbus Day. And uh, she said, on Indigenous Peoples Day, we celebrate the remarkable contributions, cultures, and resilience of tribal nations and native communities. And we recognize the federal government must honor its promises to Native American peoples and respect tribal sovereignty and self-determination. Now, that didn't go over well with a lot of people. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Some of the responses, you honored them by stealing jobs, money, and opportunities from them. Hmm. No American alive has taken more from Native peoples. For at least this one day, maybe you should hide your pale face in shame. Uh, how about this one? Happy steal all the benefits made for real natives day. Senator one, 100, uh, sorry, one, 1,024th. Uh, this is like John, this is like John Dillinger praising a bank holiday. Maybe sit this one out, Navajo white. You know what else is remarkable? That you pretend to be Native American your entire life. You get caught, and now you have no shame in pretending to care about Native Americans. It didn't go over well. It didn't. didn't it wasn't good. Was wasn't there good. no one in her office who reminded her of this before the tweet? Was there no one who said, hey, Elizabeth, remember how you faked being a Native American for the past 50 years? And you got benefits? Per- yeah. You got benefits? Perhaps maybe don't mention Indi- Indigenous Peoples Day? No. Nobody. Uh, not that I know of. No. I, I sure. think probably somebody did. You think? And she think? just walked through it anyway yeah. because she's too important. Yeah. Oh, there's no one who thinks more highly of Elizabeth Warren than Elizabeth Warren. Um, I want to warn you. Do you have any duct tape? I don't. I don't. Oh, your head's going to explode. Oh, no. Uh, president, former President Barack Obama, um, <clears throat> was, um, was speaking at a closed-door session during the Copenhagen Democracy Summit, and he warned of a sexist and angry political opposition that isn't persuadable and urged liberals to guard against self-righteousness. Sometimes it turns out that they're mean, that they're racist, they're sexist, they're angry. And your job is then just to beat them because they're not persuadable. Sometimes we get filled up in our own self-righteousness. We're so convinced that we're right, we forget about what we're right about. Hmm. Ha. Huh. There's something about Dr. Heal, like, I can't remember the rest of that phrase, but something along those they're racist, they're, they're sexist, they're angry, and they're not persuadable. Yeah, it sounds like he's speaking about the left, doesn't it? Sure does. I mean, they Did fit he add, in They were every... bitter, white, yeah. clinging to their guns and their God. Right. I mean, that's... That's him. It's him. That's him. That's who he is. That is absolutely incredible. Um, and yesterday, I told you about the uh, very powerful... Uh, Nuri Mon- uh, Martinez, the president of the L.A. City Council, who called the, uh, a, f- a, a fellow councilman's black son as, quote, a little monkey. Um, she was like, you know, I was I was angry and I wasn't thinking and I shouldn't have said that. And uh, she's 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 been forced to step down. Oh. Oh, uh, we're going to miss her terribly. 
terribly. Oh my gosh. She's gone. We've lost her. We've lost her. It's interesting. I guess there are still things that liberals will step down on, uh, you know, uh, over. Like it doesn't. No, little people. They still step step over a little. No, I don't mean step over. Step down. Oh, step down. They'll actually leave office for it because they, they've stopped leaving office for most things. Yeah. And you yeah. just kind of survive it and let the media cover for you. I guess recordings of you saying racist things is still on the list, though. Yeah, depends on who it is. Depends on who it is. Depends on who it is. Now, if you're, pictures if you're of you in blackface don't make you step down. No. That's no. not, not going to no. make you step down. We know Trudeau's still in office, as far as I know. Governor of Virginia didn't step down. You with Russian hookers. I mean, not you, but people right. with Russian hookers doing mm-hmm. crack, saying all kinds of crazy things. That doesn't that doesn't warrant that anything. doesn't make you. By the way, anything. Did you hear about the FBI officials, the ones who briefed Facebook uh, about the Hunter Biden member? Facebook's yeah, yeah. like, oh, no, we were told by the FBI. You know who mm-hmm. told them? Who? Uh, two Democrats that are FBI agents. And uh, they th- they were the ones. Oh, really? So, yeah. I'm yeah. surprised. So, yeah, I'm I was surprised. I was I, shocked too. I but. was thinking about this a little bit over the weekend because I was watching the Hunter Biden thing happen. Remember when the the president or the owner of the New England Patriots got in trouble for go, visiting a massage parlor? Do you remember this a couple of years ago? Yeah. Yeah, it was a massive scandal. The, Hunter Biden did that times a thousand <laughs> on video. And I know. Even when they say charges might be brought, there's no charges at all mm. regarding any of that activity. I remember before what? I went dead inside where these <laughs> things used to matter. <laughs> Back in a minute. The Glenn Back Program.